He's just a hack. He's just an absolute hack. And he gets his ass kicked by his teammates every week. It's just, you know, it's terrible. It's just terrible. We're back here on Hack City. Joe DeLeon, Sean Anderson. I That cup, man, I don't know what it is about the goddamn cup. But every t- because it's not a normal cup. I know the cup has been sitting in your room for three weeks and you've been drinking out of the same cup. So you can't get mad at me for getting distracted by the, the, the five guys cup that you keep pulling out on the screen. You knew what you did when I was in the middle of the open. What did I do? Hey, Jack. Yes. It's been longer than three weeks. Okay. By the way, uh, that's worse. That's uh, worse. It's a good it's cup. Good. It's been my bedroom cup and it does good. And it, it, it treats me well. And me and the cup do good together. And you know what? I, I'm sorry. If you think about milkshakes, every time you see this cup, and that that's your problem. I had a milkshake today in a different cup. It was pretty good. It's distracting. Joe DeLeo and Sean Anderson, two former college football players from the University of Rhode Island. You're talking college football. Today, we're going to do our next show. We did our quarterbacks watch list. And today, we're doing a running backs watch list the way that we've been doing this. We each share two picks for the P5, the G5, and the FCS that we're just excited to see and we think are going to have really big years. They're going to be prominent figures at each position group. So, Sean... Before we get into it, I want to I share with our listeners something funny that happened over the weekend. So this past weekend, um, I was visiting or I was I was with my girlfriend. We were a little bit mm. mini, mini vacation after the fourth. And we were with uh, at my girlfriend's parents house uh, on the Cape. And one of the nights I was put into a very uh, high pressure situation in the sense that my girlfriend and her dad left to go play in this father-daughter golf tournament for a few hours Mm. and I was left alone with her mom and then we were gonna I was then in the car with her for a little bit and then we were gonna go meet them at the place that they were playing in this tournament so the third time I've spent time with her family trying to be on good behavior trying to be an intelligent individual oh, well. uh, her whole family is ivy league educated so i try way too hard to oh not you're ivy like league no dumbass. you went to the university of rhode island uh, exactly engineer and i no communication oh, oh, communication <laughs> okay gotcha so while i'm sitting outside before we leave i am scrolling on twitter and i am just way too overly entertained like really trying to hold back a smirk at a tweet that I saw that I send to Sean and I'm having a discourse with Sean over this with my girlfriend's mom sitting there. And the tweet, just to sum it up very simply, uh, features somebody who sprayed uh, shit all over a, 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 Early in the a show, public pal. restroom. I, I, it's the only way to describe it. They, what, how else would I describe I, I, it? I, you could say there was a, disa- <laughs> there was a disaster scene in a bathroom stall and there people was, can, there can were, get their own sense of that yes it was sprayed all over this stop saying so sprayed I'm, people I'm people trying, might be eating to this i am trying as hard as i can sean to not laugh and that is always one of the most difficult circumstances to to battle through because any normal person the immediate thought is when you see somebody smirking at their phone is oh what's so funny like what are you laughing yeah at? yeah i like to laugh luckily what's the that, joke that that did not come up, but I was just thinking to myself, the it made it so much funnier, and I almost v- like verbalized laughter. The thought of if she asked me what was so funny, but the irony of the whole situation is just the fact that like I'm clearly the idiot meathead amongst the group oh, when I'm there, and sure. I'm trying not to be portrayed as such. Um, yeah, so that's a sticky wicket every time because. <laughs> 
humor evolves with each generation, I'd say. And uh, our generation is just done for. It's just, it's. But it's not just our generation. It's also our demographic. I would say so. Yes. Um, so if you're in a situation <laughs> and the fact it's the church giggles, it's, it's, you, you can't, you're not supposed to be laughing. Uh, yeah. and because you're in a place and you and I have had eruptions in classes where for no, it's just, it's not the time and place over similar laughing. things. Yeah. Over similar things. And, um, so it, it's really something that humanity I has had no development with. You have to have a joke that you could just say, oh, I just saw this. That's very timid, very mild, uh, that, that could just get you out of it. Do you want to hear my joke? Yeah, what's what's yours? Someone, what are you laughing at? Or what are you smirking at? I'm like, oh, I just saw a joke on. The, someone texted me a joke. I'm like, okay. You know, because what do they know? So can I hear the joke? Yeah, sure. All right. What's brown and sticky? A stick. A stick. Uh, that's really what you go I, to? I'm not saying it's a good joke, I, but it's a fine I, joke for the situation. It's it, it's a get no. out of jail joke. That is a fine joke. No, no, no. I would, I would argue my, my aptitude would be questioned more if that was no, 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 no. That no, entertaining? A smart. I would, I would much smirk? rather turn my phone around to show. No, you cannot show. You cannot show somebody in your in your girlfriend's family. You can't let your girlfriend's family know what you laugh at. You just can't. You just got to be. You just have to like you know mildly at the table. <laughs> you know, a little like one of those, like a kind of a just politely laugh. You can never laugh in front of your girlfriend's family, or else you're laughing guy. They're always trying to make jokes to you. They're gonna make bad, inappropriate mm. jokes to you, or they're gonna think that you're some some freak that laughs at poop on a poop on a wall in a bathroom <laughs> stall, and that's all he's got. So laughing in front of your girlfriend's family, or really in front uh, of anybody, unless you just have a killer joke, if you're yeah. uh, that th- th- you just know works and you can always play that, fine. Yeah, but we're not we're not that we're 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 riff men. So you you got to kind of just go with the conversation, not be life of the joke party. Don't let them see yeah, you laughing anymore. Don't let them don't let them see you. I, it is it is only going to be serious, stern faces going forward. As it that should is, be. As it, I'm, as it should I'm be. a man of business, as you can tell by the baked beans sitting behind me. <laughs> Before we continue on with this video, I just want to tell you folks about an exciting new partnership that we have with this channel with Underdog Fantasy. Ever since I joined, I've been having so much fun. There are so many different exciting games that make watching games during the offseason more exciting. I'm not the biggest basketball fan, but it has made it way more entertaining since I found Underdog Fantasy. And my favorite game to play so far, which I think you should try out, is Pick'em. It is so easy to play. Just pick higher or lower on your favorite player stats, and you can win up to 20 times your money in a single night. Underdog keeps it simple with their easy-to-use website and mobile apps. Pick between two and five players to fill out your pick'em slip, get every pick right, and take home some cold, hard cash. Use code HACK, H-A-C-K, HACK, like the name of this channel. Use code HACK to get your first deposit doubled up to $100 by Underdog. Go sign up. You won't regret it. You're going to have a blast. Check out Underdog Fantasy. I also want to tell you folks about our other reoccurring sponsor that we have on this channel, that being BetOnline, betonline.ag, which has all the updated odds, news, and anything for sports betting. It's my go-to source for when I want to be betting specifically on games. I love betting on college basketball or the NBA. 
uh, especially again during the off season, always looking for more fun ways to be uh, focused in on some of these other sports. It's betonline.ag and use promo code believe 50. It's promo code believe 50 to get 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. Uh, all right, so we should we should get into it uh, today's uh, episode talking about running backs, not talking about too much about defecation. Starting us off with the P5. Sean, I want to kick it over to you first. Oh, sure. Your first running back for the P5, the Power 5. Who are you excited to see this upcoming season? I like both of your picks, by the way. I'm glad that you went. One of these guys I forgot, and the other one I wanted to go with and I was hoping you'd pick. I'm I'm I like this game where I get to go first and I get to make my points and then Joe says how much better his running backs are and how much you know uh, that's really good but can he do this like my first guy I'm just excited for that and I, I just want to prep everybody for it I really crude comment I could make about one of these guys that <laughs> I won't make on the make one of the, go go ahead uh, first running back here Nicholas Singleton out of Penn State just a lightning bolt he's just a guy that if you, you go ahead go into Madden. Go into the new NCAA game, create your character. You want to play running back? It's going to look like him. He's going to be as fast as him. He's going to be dynamic. He can break tackles. Strong as hell. Nicholas Singleton, going to tear up the Big Ten. What defense? Uh, Illinois? Are you going to Are you going to stop him? Who's going to stop him? Maybe Michigan. No oh, God. Maybe Ohio Maybe, State. No, but those are all big they're babies. Not. Those are all big you maybes. Because they're maybes. Who's got an answer for him? I don't. Coach Anderson, you, you, what, what do you got for Singleton this week? What are you dialing up for us? I, I don't have a Wade Phillips hat that I can just put on <laughs> and, and, and stop the best playmaker because that's what he is. He's he's probably going to be at all times the most talented player on the field this season. Maybe when he if they if they go and they play Georgia or something like that, we can have a debate. Uh, but mo- if he's on the field, that's who you have to watch out for. If you are commanding the defense to know where number 10 is. You've done your job already. Go ahead, break 80 yard runs all the time. He, he's spectacular. Mm. And he had a really good la- uh, year last year, a uh, thousand yards, 12 touchdowns on 156 carries. That's a 6.8 yard per carry average. That's how are you going to do better? Go ahead. Freshman. What's going to happen? Freshman. You're going to get more yards. You're going to get more touchdowns. I don't see it going the other way. Nicholas Singleton. Yeah, that, that's my first guy. I am obsessed with this pick, and and this is the guy who I somehow forgot. My head is always in the clouds so young. with upperclassmen, right? I'm always thinking like, oh, I'm always going to think about the the juniors and the seniors because I'm always draft centric in my thoughts. But this guy is is entering his true sophomore season. The stats that you mentioned are just completely silly. I, any running back that is a touchdown away from just needing a couple yards of space, a touchdown away is always going to be deserving to be on any list from any single level. Love your pick of, of Nick Singleton here. Another guy who was really highly recruited that I wanted to include. I was battling myself on this, but I said, you know what? I think that this year is, and everyone, Ryan, my co-host on the other show, keeps bashing me mm. for bringing up Garrett Riley and Kate Klubnick, and all I do is, is bring them up, but I'd be an idiot if I didn't go out of my way to talk about high expectations for Clemson this year because Garrett Riley did wonders for a group of guys that almost felt like no names coming into the season from TCU. But we all knew who Kendra Miller was by the end of the season. We all knew who Quentin Johnson was. We all knew who Max Duggan was. I think that Will Shipley 
for Clemson this upcoming year after being the only offensive production. I was about to say a big reason why they performed, but the only offensive production they had last year because their offense play offensive play calling stunk. It was terrible. Will Shipley was such a source of uh, juice for that team. And I think that if Kendra Miller can be productive, I think that Will Shipley can be productive for the Clemson Tigers. Your second pick, though. This guy's a dog. I love him. Yeah. Uh, re- I, I'm, I'm all, you know, Shipley's fine. You know, I'm not that high on him. That's cool. We don't have to, it doesn't have to be an argument every single time. Uh, but mm. it, it's a fine pick for, for you. My second pick here, uh, Raheem Sanders from Arkansas. Okay. Call me, call me what you want. I'm going to, I'm going to be a sucker for an Arkansas running back. I will. I just will. Every, every running back that plays for Arkansas looks great to me. Maybe it's the jerseys. Maybe it's the field. Maybe it's just Darren McFadden. Cool. Doesn't matter. I'm going to like an Arkansas running back, and I really like Raheem Sanders. Man, is he explosive. And he's not He's it's not always take the top off explosion, 60 yards, run the 40, second and eight. Let's just run a, let's run a draw and let him go. No, it's, it's, he's explosive when he only gets eight yards. He's explosive mm. because if he's getting hit or bumped while he's two yards ahead of the line of scrimmage, he's going to find a way to just burst off. of. I saw a fantastic play from him. It was like an inside zone gets bumped, explodes off his right leg and doesn't just keep going straight. He, he, he angles himself a little bit, makes another linebacker, makes like the will miss, and then, and then keeps on going in that direction, falls forward for another six yards. He was still moving forward, but he was moving away. And sure, that sounds pretty simple, easy to do. Anybody can run into di- diagonal line. But when your instinct is to get the first down, you run straight. He just wanted to pick up the yards, pick up the yards, get us closer for a third down or whatever it was. Just really impressive how you just kept on. I think that was versus Cincinnati. Uh, that play, he was mm-hmm. he was very impressive in that game. Also, uh, Raheem Sanders, he's just a beast. He averaged six point five last year. Also, ten touchdowns. I, what's the what's the prop on that? I'll take the over for this year if it's set it if it's set at ten and a half. If it's set at eleven and a half, sure, I, I'll do that. I think he's very talented, uh, and I think he's going to be the cornerstone of this offense next year. So, I'm just I think it's going to be a big year, another big year. Yeah, Sanders, again, I'm, I'm really happy that you included him on here, and that was where my debate came, was between Sanders and Will Shipley. And I, we know who Will uh, Raheem Sanders is. He is a dump truck carrying the football. He is a massive freaking human being, yeah. uh, but moves as if he was five foot nine and 190 pounds. He's 6'2", he so well. he's listed at 6'2", 227 on ESPN. Doesn't look like 6'2", 230. It. And I'm, right. I'm sitting here like, I'm watching him like, He's big, but I don't think he's that big. And I look it up, I'm like, mm. like, like he's not. You know how we talk about running he's backs big, sometimes. Big. He's big, and it's like, <laughs> oh, they look bigger than they are. Quarterbacks sometimes they look a little bit bigger than they actually are. He doesn't look as big as he is. I don't know if that's good or bad either. I, I don't know if I, I think could it's say good. I, I, maybe he's just slim, and I, all the the weight is in the right places in the legs and the back. Uh, sh- I, I, it's to see DeMarco Murray vibes. I don't know why the, the, the because Ryan DeMarco Murray comp, is, but, but no, if for the specific instance, DeMarco Murray is bigger than what he looked and ran like at times, you know, when, when, when you see some highlights of him running through guys, chests, okay, it makes sense. But a lot of the time 
you're looking at him like, oh, he's not that big, and then he actually is. Mm. So I think that's a, I think that's a fine comparison. I think that's fine. Last Power Five guy that I'm throwing into the ring, Trey Benson from Florida State. Yeah, I'm I'm like a an endless redundancy here on this show where I keep talking about Clemson, I keep talking about Florida State, but there is such a great offensive line group coming back for the Seminoles, but. Trey Benson had so many explosive runs last year. He's a guy that gets to his top gear really quickly. Another guy like Nick Singleton, who you give him a little bit of space, he is going to hurt you bad. I think that Trey Benson is going to have an amazing season this year for Florida State because this whole team is going to be up. They are going to be talked about the entirety of the year, and the expectations are so freaking high for them. And it's all going to come down to what does this team do offensively. And Trey Benson is going to be a big reason for they're off uh, offensive success. I really, uh, I really like Trey Benson as a running back. You need to be careful, or people are going to start accusing you of being an ACC fan, uh, even though you have you. Which have, I know I bash you bash the them a lot, out of that and, and the ACC fans have taken poorly to the preview that we put up for them. <laughs> so yes. just be careful. You're starting to lean a little bit. I know Notre Dame's in it for everything but football, but uh, you just be careful. What? What? That, that's not. No, no. That, that's just me yeah, recognizing. Yeah, yeah. I'm just recognizing yeah. the pattern. If there is a, a bias, it's towards the FCS. Let's 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 keep that okay, real. But sure. uh, G5, mm. Sean, your your first pick. Yeah, my first pick. Uh, North Texas's Iowa Day. I really enjoy watching him play running back. He is so. He's just so fast. His feet move very quickly. Five six or five seven. Pardon me. One ninety seven. And he is, he does not look like he, he's the opposite of, uh, of Raheem Sanders where mm. he, he does look, or maybe he's the same. He even looks smaller uh, than, than what he is running. I'm saying, oh, this is awesome. Uh, he, he's like uh, almost Darren Sproles, how fast his feet are moving. I, Darren Sproles might be a hall of famer. So it's, that's a big reach for a comp, but I like the yeah. way he runs when he gets vertical. And he, if he gets five yards past the line of scrimmage, he's going to get 20. That's just what he's going to do. That is because the safety is not going to, they have to understand the angle. Oh, I can't get him at eight yards. I can't charge the box at my angle. I need to start running horizontally to catch him. I can't take a frontwards angle to, 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 to tackle Iowa day. He, he's very talented, very fast. Uh, he's smooth. Uh, I, I mean, only 807 yards, four touchdowns last year. That's cool. I know North Texas has a, a decent running back room. Also, I see him truly emerging as their number one and becoming a, a a really fun running back to watch. If you're into watching some G5 football, uh, we all love watching G5 football in this program. Uh, my pick, though, we talked a lot you about said though. Place. You said though. Go ahead. Shut up. Go ahead. Uh, Boise State. We talked about their offense a lot when we did the Mountain West preview. Taylor Green and high expectations, yes. but their offensive production is a is is a tandem here. It's not just Green; it is also George Halani, 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 Halani. I'm definitely mispronouncing that. George Halani, who had a fantastic year last year, he eclipsed the 1100 yard mark. He had over 10 touchdowns. He had multiple 100 yard games. A couple of games where he went well over 130 yards rushing. He is a dominant, dominant spark plug. And I know that he's not a massive kid. He's 5'11", 208 pounds. But the, the guy has been probably one of the better 
Mountain West running backs and in my eyes is the best returning Mountain West running back for this upcoming upcoming 2022 mm. season. Sean, who's your other pick? Uh, my last pick here is the guy that finally got fed the ball a little bit uh, last year mm. and do it just it, a little bit. Have the increase again. Uh, Frank Gore Jr. Uh, I would say America's running back. The football fans running back. They, this is what he, this is who Frank Gore Jr. is because that's who Frank Gore Sr. was. Just the dude of consistency uh, uh, last year. Thir- uh, uh, 228 carries, uh, improved from t- 121 in 2020 and 179 in 2021. Uh, 1,300 yards, nine touchdowns. Uh, he's just fun. He lowers his shoulder. He runs in a spitting image of Frank Gore, who, show me somebody who's not a fan of Frank Gore. Are you? Are you? Do you like Frank Gore? Yes, I like Frank Gore. of course I love Frank Gore. Uh, does anybody not like Frank Gore? How about Frank Gore Jr.? How about we get 20 more years of Frank Gore? I can't get enough. Give me a Frank Gore playing football till I die. I'll take it and I'll watch. It's just fun. It's good. It's good football. He's playing uh, classic football. Uh, you know, and he could catch. He, he, so there, there is a little bit of evolution into the new game. I don't think Frank Gore Sr. was very incorporated in the San Francisco passing offense, uh, but no. he didn't need to be. And I don't even think Frank Gore Jr. needs to be because uh, he, he's just good enough. He's good enough to run between the tackles. Uh, if you give him the edge, if you give him the edge, he's going to get a first down for you because he's fast, sneaky fast. But he's so strong, you forget about it. Frank Gore Jr., excited for this year. Couple things. Uh, I was I made sure not to pick him because I I didn't want to because like it it, it would have been a dick move if I stole him. If I'm being like sure, if I'm just being sure. upfront, I didn't want to take him from you. Uh, I would have been a huge ass hat if I took uh, some of the bigger name guys, and I also took Frank Gore Jr. But I, the stats that he put up last year, phenomenal. Yeah. The thing that I love about Frank Gore Jr. though is that off of his name and the fact that he's from Miami, it, I, he probably could have ended up at one of these Florida schools, one of these big Florida schools, and could have been one of the rotational guys. But the thing that I love about him is that he took the opportunity stepping into a program that he has no history and attachment to, and he is carving up the record books. And not only is he doing that, but he's also popping up on draft radars. If he continues to produce the way that he has. The other thing that I love about Frank Gore jr. His dad was a bowling ball and he's a bowling ball yeah. too. They both play like bowling balls, low to the ground, just packed tightly with every ounce of weight that they have there, you know, there's no long limbs here. This is all I'm going to run through your kneecaps because I'm so low to the ground and I'm obsessed with the way that they both play the game. And there's no difference. Like sometimes you get these guys that are like, you know, Kellen Winslow, Kellen Winslow jr. Not the best example to come up, but with like, here's head, the but- thing, but Bronny James jr. Is going to be like a perimeter shooter defender. He's not going to play. Right. He's not going to go in and drive and dunk and get 28 at will. And, and you know what? There's no problem. You're not the LeBron James. Hard to be. Very mm. hard to be him. But stylistically exactly. and build-wise, for Frank, both of the Frank Gores to be so similar, it's, it, it, I don't know, it's refreshing. It, it's, just, it's just nice. Very. It's very nice. Yeah, I hope there is a Frank Gore the third, uh, and it's the same, same deal. Nice. He's five foot eight. he's 200 pounds, and... Just another bowling ball. Sure. This is that. It's all I need. That's you all just, I'm asking. They for. just keep playing. They just keep playing football until they f- find Megan men big enough to tackle them. That that's that's. Where, <laughs> I think that's where the Frank Gore's uh, stop. 
Um, my my last G five pick though, uh, Kamani Vidal from Troy, and I think that it's important to bring up uh, as many Troy players as possible when we're doing these these picks because look, Troy was a sneaky good team last year. They played Ole Miss tightly, and they did some damage in their conference last year. Troy reserves more res- deserves more respect. I I have been through Long hell weekend, traveling huh? today. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> woke up early, two-hour flight delay. Oh, somebody needs to hit me in the head with a brick. I got you. Um, not to mention the the offensive lineman sitting next to me in the plane. Uh, Kamani Vidal though deserves recognition. Smaller, compact guy at five foot eight, two eighteen, but still last season for Troy, big reason for their production aside from their defense. Eleven hundred yards and ten touchdowns for him. Flipping our way to the FCS, Sean. I am intrigued by. I just read who your first pick is. Who is it? How could it not be Bronson Yoder from William and Mary? And you oh, know what? A good name. And, and here's the thing: you can criticize him because they're running the some option, and you know he's just the guy that's receiving the ball. Okay, you know if the options ran perfectly, then he's going to get a lot of touchdowns and a good amount of yards. Try you go, tackle him. You play middle linebacker and tackle Bronson Yoder within the five when he's running straight at you. You're not going to do it. Oh, hey, Joe, you know what would be cool? If uh, if Hunter Lupke could uh, return kickoffs, wouldn't that be cool? Bronson Yoder does. And he took two back to the house last year in back-to-back weeks. Spain. It's fun. He's going to – so the, the New England Patriots will find a way to make oh, him okay. a pro bowler. <laughs> <laughs> they will uh, find I a way coming. because they, I knew that was they just picked up a William & Mary offensive lineman why not reunite the gang and and, and, and just have a new – go ahead. Do you want a mix of Danny uh, Woodhead and Dan Connolly? You got it. That's what Bronson Yoder is. He's fun. He's very good. Yes. And if you are a, uh, a linebacker in the CAA or the FCS and you don't have your weight up, you better tackle low because you will get ran over badly. You will be put down by a stiff arm or by his helmet – Shoulder pads, three-point contact. He's playing running back the way a defensive the de- defensive lineman is taught how to how to tackle. Like he's just doing it differently. It, it's fun. Bronson Yoder's a good running back. Excited for him this year. Uh, I'll also probably end up naming one of his offensive linemen. Just a quick shout out, sure preview when we do the offensive line list. Uh, I have to bring up. It has to be recognized that Isaiah Davis belongs on this there's list. A, there, I, he was yeah. my pick. I stole that. That was my steal. one steal. No, I know, I know. You've that been, that's my been one your steal. guy. That's been your guy. I, uh, I wasn't upset. He's been my guy. I got plenty and of guys. I got plenty of guys. You can take – you can I take – you go ahead. I. It's one of those guys where if you pull up his highlights and you also just watch South Dakota State games, they're the same exact thing. Every single time he touches the football and he gets a lot of touches, he is somebody who it feels like he's getting seven, eight yards of carry. He bursts through tackles. His contact balance, his leg drive is NFL-esque. And I know that we prop up a lot of FCS guys on the show. He is going to be a top 150 pick in the upcoming draft. He has that potential to be um, a highly productive running back in the NFL. All the potential. If David Johnson can do it, Isaiah Davis can do it. And last year was, it feels strange to say a breakout year for him, but after an injury and also sitting behind and rotating with Pierre Strong Jr., He's 1,400 yards and 15 touchdowns. Somehow did not get him into the conversation for the Walter Payton. He needs to be on every watch list this year. The dude is a freaking star. 
a star at the FCS level. We don't get many of those. The guy's a star. I'm pounding the table for him because I hear you. I see you pounding the table, literally. Uh, So this podcast only listeners head on over to Hack City on YouTube and you can see Joe literally punditing it up for his guy. Punditing. Pundit. It's the stupidest word in our in our language. Pundit. This, we we did not major in phonetics no, for anyone who God. Um, your second pick, or unless you have any thoughts on Davis, uh, Davis is just. I mean, he's so balanced. He's so well rounded as a runner. His vision is great, and he's got a great offensive line. Makes his job easier. You can't knock him for it uh, because there's a lot of players that have had good offensive lines and then just ran right into the backs of them. He reads his blocks well, and. When he gets in the outside space, he's got a little bit of you're not going to bring me down without a huge, massive fist fight at the 45-yard line where I'm Isaiah Davis. I don't wear gloves. I'm going to punch you in your face mask. Are you going to be able to tackle me before the uh, the, the weak side corner gets here? If not, I'm going to score a touchdown. He's very impressive. Very, very good running back uh, and truly uh, definitely a star at the uh, FCS level. Your second pick. Uh, yeah, my second pick out of uh, Chattanooga, uh, Aleem Ford, uh, running back, 5'9", 213. I really like him. He's very explosive, uh, stays low to the ground really well. Uh, I mean, just bounces off of guys and, and keeps on moving. Great leg churn uh, and, and not afraid to to just run it right up the gut. He's, he's, very, he's very skilled. Uh, and he just makes the right cuts. It's not, hey, I'm going to try to uh, Trent Richardson juke you out of your entire shoes. It's I'm going to make the right cut. And he does. And if someone's trying to arm tackle him, he knows how to read that. And he had a great spin off of a tried like that. A, a super satisfying running back play for me is when they diagnose an arm tackles coming and they either hit him with a stiff arm to the face mask. They back off. Cool. I like I like the spin out of it where here's the reach. Oh, you're reaching at like the the thinnest point of attack for me now. I'm going to spin up and sure I get, maybe I get tackled 3 yards later. But it's the right read. It, it it's it's the right move and, and it's in a split second decision to say I'm going to co- uh, contort my body in a way that nobody else can and just and just keep moving and you're going to miss and I'm going to make the right call. I really like him. I think he's fast, uh, and I think he is uh, very in touch with how a running back mm. should move and operate. I think he's in touch with that position. I do like Ford. I think that well, I was expecting – yeah, uh, I was kind of expecting that he would somehow find his name on this list. But a guy who was in the Walter Payton discussion at the end of the year was Jaden Sheridan yep. from Monmouth. And Monmouth was – Kind of a very mediocre team last year, to, to be very blunt. But they had a star running the football for them in the first year in the CAA. It is a very, very difficult task to perform in the CAA, as we've said. He ran for 1,700 yards and 13 touchdowns. And he's one of those guys where you flip on the film and you're watching the film and it's long run, long run, long run. Dude, Maybe grinds out for a couple yards, but just long run. He's listed at 5'9", 195. I'd be willing to bet he's maybe 5'7", 180. He looks way smaller than he's listed at. Reminds me of Harold uh, – uh, oh, no, 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 no. Oh, my God, I was going to completely – Were you uh, going to say Cooper. Harold Cooper? I said, 
Yes, I almost said Harold Perkins, and I'm like, wait a minute, no, 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 no. <laughs> Harold Cooper. He reminds me of Harold Cooper. Coop was small, low to the ground, low to the ground, had just really good burst, and when he gave him a little bit of space and he kind of wiggled in and out of the rushing lanes, mm. he would break away. I a lot of similarities. I feel like with the two of them, uh, I see them. I see the similarities, uh, and I love Coop, but Coop never filled up the fat stats chart every single week. That's Sheridan true. did. I mean. Every week, Monmouth, how many points did you score? Either it's 55 or like 12, and he's still going for crazy numbers. Uh, Just really, really impressive. Mm. Uh, Good FCS running backs this year. Really, really good ones. Uh, I I mean, Davis, Sheridan, and Yoder, uh, and and Ford also. But Ford could be replaced with Geno Hess there, there there's you know there's a good crop in that top 10 top 12 that just make it really exciting and the FCS yeah. is better when we have really fun really fast running backs that just blow the top off uh so I'm I'm all in the, the, you know Hunter Lupke was good but it was not I mean you know what I'm you know where I'm coming from right the ground and pound yeah it, we, we love the ground and pound but how how, how long can you too. ground and pound at Joe DeLeon, at Sanderson Radio. Hit that subscribe button, folks. Thanks for tuning in. We got wide receivers coming next, so so you do not miss out on that. Oh, my God, we're stumbling through this. Hit that subscribe button. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.